Hello and welcome to Uncorked with Friends. I'm Holly. And I'm Joe. And there's not going to be any delays this time <laughs> with my wife. We're on re- session number two of this recording. We uh, had a little discussion before and she just froze on me when we started the first start of it. I did. It's all but, right. So happy Tuesday. I know. We're going to start working on trying to let people know when they're listening, when it's supposed to be on there. So we talk about the day we're recording it when it actually is Tuesday. So when they comes out. So Tuesday is the day after National, National bourbon, bourbon Day. day. So we are drinking bourbon. That's right. Tonight for the Tuesday podcast that's going to come out the day after National Bourbon Day. So all <laughs> sorts of stuff to remember there. And we're enjoying some Henry McKenna 10-year. Yeah, single barrel. A very, uh, I guess you would say not controversial. It's a it's a good bourbon. Um, a few years ago, it used to be pretty inexpensive. I used to be able to get it for $28 or so. And it was a really good $28 whiskey. And then they went to the San Francisco Spirits Competition and they won Best Bourbon, basically. And everybody thought, oh, well, now it's worth so much more money and started charging 60, 70, 80, $90, $110 for the same bottle, same mm. whiskey, same everything. They just could get away with it. And people paid for well, it. It's higher demand. Yeah. Uh, it's calmed down a little bit. It's come down some in most places. Now they can find it for 45 to 60 for places that are not state controlled. Now what about in Idaho where it is state controlled? It's uh forty four ninety five. That is the price you will pay no matter where you go in the state. But always on the shelf or no? no. Uh, limited availability or I think they even classify now as a rare whiskey. I don't okay. know if it's a rare whiskey release. There's a – it's basically – it shows up periodically, but not all the time. Not all the time. Um, but when it does, it's always the same price. And uh, it's a – so the fun part about it is it's a bottled and bond bourbon, straight straight bourbon whiskey. And what does that mean? So we were chatting with a little bit. So it was actually an act that was made in 1897, and it was basically to fix and or uh, eliminate the ability of people to fake make make whiskey, but make it fake. Like they would alter what was in it. Oh, okay. They would say, "Yeah, it's it's it's, it's straight been aged. It's straight bourbon whiskey. It's been aged, and they were putting like tobacco in it to turn it brown." And it was terrible whiskey, but you didn't know because it was in the bottle and mm-hmm. you bought it and it was terrible. And there was no supervision, basically. Now, not everybody was doing that. There was many legit companies and that distilleries that were making their own whiskey that was quality. But there were the ones that were they stealing. ruin it for everybody else. Yes, it's always the 1% that ruins it. But they were stealing from them and they were making whiskey and maybe adding it to spread it out farther there was all sorts okay, of yeah. – I've heard all sorts of stories of chemicals and stuff they were <sighs> using to make it last – to stretch so it out where does it farther. go now? So bottled and bond, it goes to a federally – it's federally guaranteed basically by the government. Now, what it means is it's going to be in a warehouse that has to be – made. the product has to be made in one distillation season, meaning January to June or July to December by one distiller at one distillery. Wow. So um, a lot of people don't necessarily know in the industry, well, that are not fans of bourbon, but a lot of bourbons are not made by the label you see on the on the bottle. 
Right. Which isn't a bad thing. There's a lot of them. They source through whiskey mm-hmm. because it's cheaper, easier, and they can help. They can somewhat control a recipe and say, I want it to taste like this. This is what we want. The grain, yeah. the amount of rye, corn. This is the well, yeast we want to use. Especially if that grain is grown somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so there's not anything necessarily wrong with it. But this is um, basically it, the the name on the label is who is actually doing it. Um it has to identify this distillery where it was distilled and if different where it was bottled and only spirits produced in the United States may be designated as bonded. Mm. Um, it's not necessarily an endorsement of quality. doesn't mean it's going to be the best whiskey ever, but it should be a certain minimum quality of whiskey. Are they always hundred proof or no? They're always a hundred proof and they always have to be aged a minimum of four years. They can be aged longer, but they have to be at least four years. So I thought that was a unique point. Um, McKenna has been around since 1855, um, but they bottle at 10 years on this bottle. They do do different uh, bottlings, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's bottled in bond. This specific this one, one is. is. So it's 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 kind of cool, though, because it's always one season and it's always the same batch that they're pulling from. Um, yeah. Well, uh, and I do like, too, on the label that they hand write in. Um, uh, the barrel number and when was it barreled? Yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily that's cool. like handwritten. Oh, it looks like it is. It might be. I, I don't, I'm not totally sure. Somebody could correct us are, on that. Yeah. But there it does are kind of look handwritten though. Yeah, distilleries is. that do that. This is probably Because the numbers don't even, the, the eights on it don't yeah, look consistent. They're completely so different. It's not the a five computer generated. Yeah. Barreled on, uh, November 14th of 2008. Yeah. Barrel and 8,858. So we're getting it 13 years after it was barreled. It doesn't mean it's 13 years old, but it might have been aged 10 years. And then we mm-hmm. got, it's been a year or two sitting in the warehouse and we get, get it out to Idaho, which Podunk, Idaho, it takes forever <laughs> to get here with everything. Well, so. and then we've had it for a little while. Oh, we have had it, I guess, for several months. Um, I used, like I said, I used to buy it. For very cheaply, and now I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'll buy it when I see it. But it's a good solid whiskey. It is. It's easy to drink. It's 100 proof, which I like. You do like higher proofs. Other people would drink it and be like, oh, my gosh, that lights my mouth on fire. My throat's well, burning. but then they could put, like, put it on the rocks or mm-hmm. put a couple drops of the distilled water in it. Oh, yeah. If they wanted to. A couple drops of water would go a long ways with this for sure. Just kind of smooth it out, mellow it. Um, we were chatting with some some people that came over this weekend, and they were looking at the whiskey collection and talking about all the different whiskeys and stuff. So kind of felt like we had to do that. We saw it was National Bourbon yeah. Day uh, yesterday that we should have a whiskey for everybody to taste and go through and yeah, kind of do the we bottled and bond on a, We were on a different kick. What was yesterday? We were on a... Or a couple days ago, we were on a Michter's. Is that what we were all drinking at the barbecue? Yeah, we were drinking Michter's Rye Tenure. Michter's Rye Tenure, yeah. <laughs> it's no uh, slouch in the whiskey <laughs> world. It's a pretty pretty sought-after rye whiskey that just uh, was well, brought over. I think we over. had like six different Michter's out. Yeah, you know what? Actually, Mike, he took a picture and took a fantastic picture of the mm-hmm. whole lineup. And I, I got to get that from him. It looked yeah. pretty sweet. Uh, we had, we had, had a, quite a few people over. I mm-hmm. mean, not really, but... I just wanted to cook. I enjoy cook pie and lemon bars and 
We barbecued Kobe beef burgers, and I got my hot dog roller out, cooked hot dogs. Wagyu beef. Oh, what did I say? Kobe Kobe beef. beef. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Wrong one. Snake River Farms. Snake River Farms, yeah. And then I made my mama's macaroni salad, and then I made Joe's mama's potato salad, and then baked beans with bacon on it. Which I didn't eat any of the... The salad stuff. Well, no, you don't like it anyways. That was some weird stuff. (laughs) But it's all right. It's a typical barbecue thing. And then, oh, I guess I'm kind of going backwards, but apps. Everyone liked the seven-layer dip that I made. I don't know. But just easy, chips and dip. I didn't even have a chance to get any of the... You were too busy entertaining and talking. I didn't eat much of the apps at all. It's all right. Saved room for dinner. Mm-hmm. I had the beans and yeah. the burger. And, and the then fruit. Desserts it's a fruit dip. And more beer. I know. Oh, yeah. Lots of beer and bourbon. But and we, what, we wanted to play cornhole and ladders, well, but was it was little, too hot it was for us here. And we don't have any trees to make shade, so we didn't have a reprieve. It so. was a bit It was a bit toasty Yeah. for us. Well, considering it had been nice and cold and rainy all week long, and then all of a sudden it was like, bam, 88. It was warm. I did have a a, uh, beer yesterday, and somebody I liked it. Uh, The color and a little bit of the taste. So it was a raspberry. Reminds me of a raspberry from Bois. Yeah, but it's a... It's a goza, which is a a sour. Okay. It's a raspberry sour, but basically. But it didn't taste sour like some of the sours you've had. No. So it, it is a little bit different in that regard that when I've had the sours, those things can be super tart. Mm-hmm. And they literally Tangy. say raspberry yeah. sour. And you're, it's I like those. But this one actually was pretty good. It was mild. It was from me. Bombastic Brewing, which I feel like – if I, I'll have to look it up. But I feel like they were a, a local – Local-ish, like regional um, brewery. From Idaho? I don't know if they're... They might have been. But just nearby. We're looking it up on the fly here to see where we're at. But Uh, I don't know. It was good. Oh, my gosh. This No, no way. Am I just that totally... To have no idea? So, if I'm not mistaken... All right, we'll have to keep looking. You have to fill in here while I'm looking. No, it's fine. (laughs) No, but it was kind of like a light pink, not like pink lemonade, but definitely more raspberry color. And it was light, bubbly, and I did not have beer face when I drank it. I was was thinking. No, you did not. But there was none of that. And I don't know why I get beer face, but there's something about it that just makes me... Like when well, you eat something sour, like if you're going to bite into a lemon and you get that, like your eyes closed and you're like, mm, I don't like that. That's what beer makes me do. And I did not with that one. You've uh, probably never heard of it. Bitter beer faces. That's, oh, is it that's a thing? An old, it's an old commercial. Bitter beer face. And is that what I have every time I drink beer? totally do. Yeah. I did not last night. No, it was... It that was, was actually smooth pretty good. Goza. I was pretty impressed. For being a sour. So. But. I feel like a total idiot. Where are they located? It says Hayden, Idaho. What? Yeah. 
I mean, I knew they were like local, quote unquote, but I guess maybe I don't know. It doesn't look like they have a like a like a location to go okay. taste. Interesting. It doesn't certainly look like that. Maybe they do. Maybe they just have like a um an area just like to go pick up or whatever. But I'm totally like intrigued now. Now I gotta yeah, go. Now find we gotta out. go figure it out because they also make an IPA that I really like, like called a uh, Wisdom, a hazy, and it's delicious and it was like four dollars well we picked it up at our little local pilgrims market Mm -hmm. um like organic whole foods um they have a good that's actually where you get most of your beer most of the time good variety Corey, Corey kind of turned me on to the Mm -hmm. uh well the ipas for sure the pilgrims market and it is a great little spot i mean they have so much Selection. Variety, They've got yeah. to have a couple hundred different beers to choose from at like a little, you know, grocery store. It's pretty mm-hmm. awesome to see. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to find out more about this now. And if I can somehow go there and taste oh, stuff, yeah. that's trouble, but we'll see. But anyways, back to the bourbon yeah, sorry, and the rest of our, the rest of our mm-hmm. time that we had this last week. We were actually, well, this was the last week of school. So it was kind of crazy. I worked extra hours this week. Just to kind of close up the classroom with my group of teachers, and Wednesday night we went out. You had you had to make a whole bunch of stops. Yeah, I was working. I had appointments set up to go taste with people, and it all kind of fell apart at the last minute, the last day, <laughs> which is understandable. I mean, they're managers of uh, very nice bars and restaurants in the area, and they're like, I'm sorry, I can't. Like, stuff came up. I got to go fill in. We had somebody leave. Somebody can't make it. I'm like, I get it. Happens. Yep. No big deal. So I went to them later and went to one of them on one day. And then was going to meet with the other one the next day, but it didn't pan out. But ended up talking to two of the three. So it yeah. worked out. And Well, and we went. Had drinks. We still and showed our face. Yeah. Had the carpaccio, which is our uh, favorite, the beef carpaccio. That foam what do they what do they put in it to make it spicy horseradish oh yes the horseradish foam yeah it's so good and then you get the salty capers with it and then i had fun we had what was the cocktail we had that night it was one Uh, of their specialties we don't usually order off the drink menu i usually just let them at the lakeview lounge in um beverly's yeah i don't remember what the it was good they have some new summer ones one of them was a a rum-based drink, but I don't remember what it was. It was good. Mm-hmm. The first one, I don't recall. Oh, yeah, because I had cucumbers in it, but it was mild on the cucumber flavor because mm-hmm. it's not my thing. But I know it's good. very refreshing, cucumbers and cocktails and a lot of people's thing. Yep. Yeah, and then I uh, – <laughs> was it Sunday morning? Yeah, Sunday morning I mowed our lawn. That Our backyard was way too tall. So I wanted to bag it all because I thought we'd have people in the grass. I didn't want everybody yeah. having grass all over their feet. So I bagged all the grass. So that took forever. Oh, well, first the kids went to Virginia's to mow her yard. Mm-hmm. They came home and helped you finish here. And then we went over to my – you took the kids over to my parents' house yep. and they mowed their yard. But their yard's smaller, easier. Um So it goes a lot quicker. Our yeah. backyard is pretty good size <laughs> and it's a lot of grass. And yeah. I was tired at the end of well, the day. Well, backyard and two side yards, really. Yeah, I was I was exhausted, and then 
went went to your parents' house and that was that was pretty quick because I had already prepped once and cut it down yeah, and I cut it down earlier. a little bit more even. It's you need, need some work, but it's decent now. Yeah. It's I'm kind of a did I ever tell anybody on here? I don't think I'm, so. I'm a bit of a freakazoid about grass. Yeah. yeah. I follow YouTube channels and subscribe to stuff. We have stripes in our grass. <clears throat> You're darn right. That is the best striping <laughs> kit. Hey, but two of the guys that showed up was uh-huh. at the barbecue uh-huh. was like, oh, somebody's a golfer at yep. this house. Yep. They gave me his all, dude, you could go putt <laughs> on that front yard. I'm like, that's right. And so. The backyard used to be, but with the puppies, yeah, we're not keeping it as. I used to have beautiful. My backyard was beautiful mm-hmm. last year in the fall. And this year it's got yellow stains all over it. We're just all letting All over it be. dead grass. So, yep, it is what it is. It's the way it works. But I, um. Yeah, so a lot of people up here, they can't do. Can I? Can I? I'm going to dive uh, into. Go it for ahead, a second. go ahead. He's going to nerd <laughs> out. The so up there's a certain point across the map. If you look at the U.S., that's like considered uh, warm grass, warm season grass, and cool season grasses. And of course, northern Idaho, we're way above the mark that we need to be for cool season grass. But a lot of that's bluegrass and ryegrass, and a couple other ones, fescue are um, are possible, but like southern grasses or like Bermuda and all that stuff. So I've been cutting my lawn shorter and shorter and shorter. Yes, he has. And which every, I like. And everybody up here grows their grass super long because mm-hmm. they're all scared. They all say, oh, it's going to burn. It's going to burn. I'm like, not if you mow it consistently and feed it properly and, and give it the nutrients. You can keep a low cut grass. And everybody likes my grass and I don't even want to keep it. I'm going to kill it off at the Late summer uh, yeah. this year, I'm going to go out there with the with the um, not weed be gone. What's the roundup? And I'm going to kill it all off and make it all brown. The front yard. The front yard. And I'm going to plant all ryegrass. I'm going to redo it all. It's called sissy grass. <laughs> and I, w- I follow Ryan Nor on YouTube, and he's like the uber lawn geek out there that everybody likes and follows, and along with him and Connor Ward. And I'm going to just do. I'm going to follow his tutorial and it worked on the front yeah, backyard last it, year yeah. fixing oh my it gosh it looked beautiful i killed patches of all the fescue mm-hmm. that looked the clumps the cheap grass and oh we had to go fill in with the dirt and then we and got then, the top soil to fill uh, in and it was full of gravel and we had to clean all the gravel out it was a we disaster. had the little like worms all over our grass what is that oh i did um aerating <laughs> i aerated the whole yard uh, uh, worms is a nice word. It looks like little turds well, it does everywhere. Look like little turds. Little but... lawn turds all over the place, <laughs> an inch or two long. And then we had to go put that mulch down. Then we put um, peat moss. Peat moss, yep. So, yeah, it's a whole it process. It was. You cut it short. So long. Then I dethatched and then I seeded and then re, or I dethatched and then I punched the holes and then cleaned that all we up. We were grouchy then... with daddy because it was going to be his project and we all oh, had to go help. It was a lot. It was of work. a lot. Well, the backyard, the front yard I can do on my own, but the backyard was a lot of work. Yeah. But the front yard I'm excited about. Well, we had already ripped out pretty much all the bushes in the front and most of the back, and then we were done. We ran out of steam. And then I've got, so I've got a stripe kit on the back of my lawnmower that, (laughs) that, so basically what it does is lays down the grass. It smashes it down. So when you're looking at grass, oh, how'd you do those stripes? It's literally just the light reflecting off of the grass. At one angle, and then coming back the other way is a different angle. So it looks dark and light to you, to you and I. Um, like with a vacuum. My my ultimate goal, 
and I'm oh. trying to convince her of this. He wants a new lawnmower. So I've got, you know, everybody's got the little rotary lawnmowers and stuff, and they're good, but they only go down to a certain point. And with this and leveling out the lawn, and I'm going to continue to level it out after I kill it and reseed, it'll be smooth. Let's get a real mower. Well, then I want a central vac. Because that's what I'm going to compare it to. Ah, uh, no, it's not the same. <laughs> yes, I... Yes. Don't, no, I don't have to redo the plumbing <laughs> outside in the grass. through. Like, you'd have to redo the house with plumbing. I miss my central vac. Every house should should have a central vac in it. Yeah. It really nice. should. It is the best vacuum out there. My opinion. But I love it. My and favorite. And having the stupid vacuum with the cord all through the house... Taking it up and down stairs is well, ridiculous. If you had a central vac, you'd still have to go up and down well, the stairs. Well, yeah, with but a vacuum. just with the tiny little attachment. The other thing, I the one thing I think I missed a central vac was. Um, oh, you empty it out once a year. Well, that, but you could sweep up in the tile and stuff mm. and sweep it in a little opening yeah. and kick it open and it would suck it out or whatever. Yeah. That was always fun. That was my favorite part of cleaning. <laughs> you just push it over there in the corner and hit the little switch, and <laughs> gone. It's like the dog when you spill, like, you know, cheese on the floor yeah. or you drop your cereal and you're like, oh, tap, tap, tap with your foot and they know to come running. And yeah. Same thing. Uh, well, I did have a little promo I did this this weekend at a country club, fancy club here in town. and Oh, I forgot about that. It was um, it was a good time. They'll, it was really cool. I didn't realize when I was going. I thought it was going to be like a party. Well, it was a party. But I thought it was just going to be like a get together with humans. <laughs> and we got there, and it was a party with humans and dogs. It was a dog party. You said. So it was said. It said potty times. P a w t y. So so everybody brought their dogs to the park, and they wear uh, costumes. Some of them did, or clothes. They well the so they dressed up. Some of the dogs dressed up as that was part of the contest or whatever. Only okay. a few did, which I get. I mean, I don't want to dress up my dog, but some people are into that. And the dog that won was maybe 12 pounds, oh, like yeah. a little dog. And the bone they gave him was twice as big. <laughs> it was like the big old knots on the yeah. end. It was bigger than the dog. And That's it cracked funny. me. It had a little first place ribbon on it and everything. So it was fun. The weather was beautiful. It was gorgeous. Great, great little fun event for party animal vodka that, yeah. so they, they, at some point we'll have to do a little, uh, taste it with them and yeah. talk about them a little bit. Is there a cool, Cool group and uh, husband and wife team, and they were there. They drove eight hours oh, geez, to do the, the promo for three hours with me, and then turned around and drove halfway back and spent the night. They're going to finish their drive. That was wow. all they did. Sixteen hours of driving for three hours of a promo. Okay, to me, that's pretty dedicated yeah, for a brand for product. that they want to make sure that people are happy with mm-hmm. it and that they well, fulfill a new their customer end. though. I just thought it was cool to to do that. That's neat. Yeah, it's se- I mean, semi new. So, different yeah. different it's gonna be their well vodka, so it was a big deal. So it is. I was happy happy to help out and had a good time with them and yeah, it was just funny seeing all the dogs <laughs> run around. And surprisingly, there was no dog fights. Dog fights. There was one where a puppy was kinda of getting a little rambunctious and people kinda of separated him. You could almost sense like the dog was like over it, but yeah. it went pretty well. And too much interaction. Like nobody stepped in any poop that we know of. I figured <laughs> That's for sure. That's a good thing. And I kept helping them out because this was their first time putting it on. And they uh, they were asking about, you know, is there anything else we need? And I'm like, 
you need a shovel. They're like, huh? They look at me with that like dumbfounded look. I'm like, for the dogs when they poop because they're going to yeah. be excited? Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. And one of the girls, God love her, she's like, oh, I've got one of those poop bags. I'm like, okay. So the first dog comes over and it's like a labradoodle or whatever and takes a massive poop. <laughs> yeah, you want to pick that up? And she goes and picks it up and I'm like, got any more of those? No. I'm like, you got the shovel yet? Like, because yeah. it's coming. And so <laughs> we picked up quite a few piles, but it was all good. It was fun. Um, That's pretty much it. Yeah. Your mom and dad will be here. On Wednesday. Tomorrow. tomorrow. On the... Late yeah. probably in the evening. Yeah, yeah. late evening, the afternoon. afternoon. They'll probably get in in the afternoon. And yeah, they'll your, be exhausted. I talked to your dad um, earlier, and he said that he said it was only 94 today when we moved. He's all, but it could have been worse because on Thursday it's going to be 113 or mm-hmm. 114. So, yeah. Don't miss that about it'll, Bakersfield. Yeah, it'll be 81 here. It won't be too bad. We'll, we'll survive yeah. when you get here. He's like, yeah, well, definitely will enjoy that. Tonight at like 2 or 3, it's supposed to get cold. Little rain. windy and start raining. And rain. Like all morning. That's how it stays green around yeah. here. Rain it's and snow. I'm hoping to enjoy my cup of coffee on my first day off tomorrow. Yeah, you can. And a warm cup. Enjoy the entire cup warm and listen to the rain. That is my favorite thing to do. Open the front door, listen to the rain, and enjoy my cup of coffee. Well, you better get up early. So I'll let you get up with the dogs. Oh, perfect. At 5.15 when Duke is up, I'll get up so I can have my cup of coffee. All right. there You, you heard it here first. <laughs> when you hear this podcast, my wife should be up with the dogs that tomorrow and on that morning doing that. So mm. if she's not, you know what? You know, it's her fault. So if she didn't do it, she lied. So I lied. No, that, that's my goal. <laughs> but I couldn't All sleep right. in, but that's okay. I guess we'll call it a wrap here. Um, Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, Instagram. even though I don't post all the time on Instagram. Sorry. Yeah, and Um, I can't post because I don't have posting rights. So it does have to fall on Joe. We got to get John and give him some of his (laughs) his technological advice on how to fix that. But I do try to post on on, uh, Facebook pretty consistently of at least a picture of it, a link to the podcast or check out the podcast. I don't like to spam daily and all that stuff and fill up your news feeds and all that, but maybe I should get more listeners. We'll add to our 300. It is the beginning of summer. So like today I finally got on and I had like three friend requests and they did it over a week ago. So I feel really bad because I haven't been on Facebook the last week. That's not a bad thing. No, it's not. Not to be on Facebook for a week. (laughs) But Sometimes it's good to get away from that. Put social media aside for a minute. Uh, well, we, uh, we'll catch you guys next week, and we'll see what we go with for next week. I don't know yeah. what we're going to talk about. I don't know. We'll have lots, I'm sure. It's going to be six people, six dogs in our house. Yeah. We'll have lots to talk about, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. There will be lots of stuff that will happen. <laughs> Whether good or bad, we don't know yet. We'll find out and let It'll you know. It'll be fun. Yes. We'll catch you guys next time. Next time. Bye, Bye-bye. guys. Bye.